0: hello again this is uh reviewing the reviews this is where justin or well where i am gonna read to justin sometimes todd when he's here uh what other people thought about this uh most recent i was gonna say this week's movie but it's not this week's movie. we'll work on that intro uh (laughs) the most recent movie we're talking about is possession here's a bunch of shit people said about it (laughs) Um, uh let's see justin i'm gonna jump into this first one uh i I wouldn't get into doing like more actual critics reviews i did not have time to go back through and read a bunch of like fancy reviews about this like actual
1: like film critics as opposed to the internet people that we normally yeah
0: you know you know how like when you see it read some roger ebert and every once in a while that guy's got a real like just jim showing one of his reviews yeah We'll have to we'll have to mine for diamonds in the uh, the archives of IMDb, Amazon, and Letterboxd here instead. So this is uh, from Drugiedim. Uh He calls this one horrible mess of celluloid. Wow. This movie is awful. I bought this movie a long time ago after hearing that the original U.S. version was cut by forty minutes. Sounds good, right? Europeans are more open with sexuality, so it doesn't really come under harsh harsh
1: censorship.
0: I finally watched this last night. One can't even describe how bad this movie is. I know that European horror movies don't always have a completely linear plot structure. I rather enjoyed The Blood-Spattered Bride. This is an entirely different realm. Possession is just a big two-hour mess with no real point. Can someone please explain what the hell happened in this movie? I can't even remember the last time I was so disappointed in a film. I loved the work of Sam Neill. I liked everything else I had seen with him in it. This could be possibly the worst movie
1: I have ever seen. Wow! Right off the bat, <laughs> uh, I feel like that's something we're going to run into a lot on these reviews, right? Like we're not not the worst movie ever seen thing, but people uh, being upset that they don't understand it. Or that it's not a like straightforward three act linear normal plot.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. You know people are going to be disappointed with that. And I think I tried, if I remember correctly, I tried to skip to bunch just that we're basically like this ain't a horror movie kind of things. Yeah. And uh, but you know we'll see. Uh, by uh, let's see. Go back to our James Cameron series. This reviewer's name is Avatar sixty three. Wow. Look forward to actual Avatar sixty three and twenty thirty seven or something. I look forward to
1: Avatar sixty nine.
0: Booyah! Quite possibly the worst film I have ever seen. No, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were right. We're gonna. Get those. Uh, <laughs> this is coming from a huge Sam Neill fan. I tracked down the uncut edition, and that proved to be a mistake. It only prolonged the torture. The special effects. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say special effects? I meant the feeble attempt, in all caps, at Uh. special effects. They were so pathetic. I I can't even laugh at them. The plot had holes to make the Grand Canyon look like a ditch. The dialogue was so poor. The term non sequitur does not even begin to describe this flick. Somebody please tell me what Sam was doing in this film. He's so much better than this. Please tell me that rent was due, Sam.
1: <laughs> uh, this what, what What's the problem with the special effects, though? I don't I, mean, I didn't think it was that bad. No, they're fine. I mean, you barely see anything, and I don't... <laughs> what are you judging it against? Well, he's a huge Sam Neill fan, so I guess of bit Horizon and Jurassic Park. I so. guess so, yeah. This person said uh, the title of their review is
0: the film editor should have chucked this entire thing onto the cutting room floor. They tried. They tried. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, In
1: America, they did. Yeah.
0: This piece of rubbish is not horror, drama, art, suspense, contemporary production, acting, writing, directing, or anything whatsoever. It is simply the most pathetic bunch of garbage ever put on film. It's a horrendous waste of time, film, and money. Plan 9 from Outer Space is an Academy Award winning epic compared to this trash. A rating of one is infinitely greater than it deserves, but a zero rating is not an option. There are many efforts underway in the film industry to preserve old films, mostly through digital means, in order to prevent historical and great films from being lost for future generations. This film and all its copies should instead be purposely destroyed in order to prevent it from ever wasting anyone's time again.
1: That's censorship. That guy's That's pro time. censorship.
0: That guy sounds like uh, you're your, one of Zalovsky's old Soviet buddies. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Bury every copy
1: in a hole and burn them. Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. Uh, Oh, this, this is going to be fun. I already know. This is Dave Foster, and the title is Utter Guff Trap.
1: I don't even know what that means. Is that a word? <laughs> G-U- G-U-F-F, Guff Trap. I'm going to read it like I'm British just because it sounds like that's what they are. That sounds like a Uh, British curse word, doesn't it? It
0: it sure (laughs) does. (laughs) Some complete ball bag came into my workplace and recommended this film to me. He smelt of boiled cabbage and tripe. I'm nigh on certain that this inbred arse farmer's ditches were giving me the come on. Anyway... I watched this garbage under the ill-advised supervision of a one-eyed fruit bat in last week's issue of By Jingo, He's Got a Big Clock Monthly, expecting something of a European masterclass in high-gear filth. I, I slipped into Australian, I think, and I think that's okay, because it's, it's... By Jingo. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> what I received was, in fact, a bile-infested, self-indulgent crap bonanza of the highest order. The di- The direction stank like a ratatouille at my girlfriend's sister's last tupperware party musky and familiar whilst the script itself could have been written by some dull reaping cludge (laughs) hole some dull reaping cludge hole who's not left the confinements of his house for 10 years drawn all the curtains and jerked off to all the naughty bits from dario argento's back catalog suffice to say I'd sooner lick the inside leg of someone who's just completed a 50-mile run than have to sit through another minute of this dire horse abortion of a film.
1: <laughs> you know what? Um, no notes. I love that review. I don't even care that just I, dis- I don't even care that I disagree with it. <laughs> I want to go to re- read every review that guy has done <laughs> for real. That was pretty fun. That was good. Oh man. All
0: right, well, whatever we got from here is disappointing. I know. It's uh, all it's all
1: downhill after the guff trap.
0: <laughs> uh let's see. Here's Tony Keith. Uh WTF is the review. Not Toby Keith. Tony Keith. Although no, no, I like to... Let's we'll actually pretend. read it
1: as if it were Toby <laughs>
0: Keith. I was about to say, let's pretend it is Toby Keith. <laughs> uh, no idea what this was about. Cinema's contribution to inaccessible
1: freeform jazz. Calling it incoherent would be kind. Uh, he didn't say anything about America or, or putting a boot in your ass or anything. We'll shove a boot in your ass. <laughs> uh, here's Negavoli who says, I love
0: Sam Neill, but this is a big piece of doo-doo. Another Sam Neill fan. All right.
1: <laughs> Apparently Sam, ne- <laughs> the Sam Neill fans are disappointed. It- and they're like, everyone, I feel like everyone who says I'm a big Sam Neill fan only knows him from the Jurassic Park movies. Like, these guys, are <laughs> they've never seen anything else that he's in.
0: <laughs> they're like, I like Dr. Grant. I like I'm Dr. Grant. Right. Yeah. And their You're... go-to is to
1: start here. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a Sam Neill fan. You're a Dr. Alan Grant fan. <laughs> right. All right. DMC. Uh,
0: oh, here, speaking of thieves, uh, this review is titled Absolute Doggy Doo-Doo. Excellent. Um, I can't believe that my wife and I wasted two hours of our lives on this film. And I'm not wasting a second longer than I have to writing this review. The review was originally only going to say something like, don't ever waste your precious time watching this film or what a complete load of cod swallow. But I've had, to...
1: <laughs>
0: I love all cod this made
1: swallow. up. I love all the made up, uh, uh, just terminology we're getting today.
0: I've had to spend time writing more just so I could submit it and try to save others
1: from making the same mistake that we did. You could have just not so. written a review there, buddy. You're you're not a hero for <laughs> trying to save the
0: people, apparently. <laughs> this review is from Ronin0101 and they just said an overpriced esoteric polished turd. Or was it a polished
1: turd? <laughs> uh. <laughs> Ah, all right. Can There's a place. There's a place near my house that just opened a, a nail salon called a uh, Polish Nails, and oh, it yeah. looks like it says Polish Nails. And um, my my I, I wish when I when I drive by it, I just think it's a nail place that also serves pierogies. Every time, <laughs> every time I drive by <laughs> Polish Nails, hmm ons and pierogies. Thank you. Oh, I like that. That's a good thing. <laughs> Kenneth Drake
0: says, uh, this is the absolute worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah!
1: <laughs> the
0: audience who I saw it with was laughing hysterically throughout the most dramatic scenes. My skin was crawling the whole movie from the bad acting and the nasty
1: story. Don't see this movie or you'll be sorry. You know, we didn't talk about this in our review or in our full episode of this, but there... <laughs> I I would never call this movie a comedy by any means, but there are funny moments to it. I mean, Margie is a funny character and Heinrich is a very funny character, like intentionally so. Uh, So there is actually some intentional stuff to laugh at here. Uh, it's just hard to kind of, you know, the vibe and the the overall feeling of the movie doesn't make you immediately think of it as, as like I'm supposed to laugh at these scenes. But I think Margie, I mean, when Margie like faints or whatever and she's always hopping around on her broken leg and stuff, like, I don't know, oh, yeah. she's a funny character. And Heinrich is hilarious. Every time he's on screen, he's hilarious. Oh no,
0: he's great, yeah. It's just, he's so weird.
1: Just he's everything so weird. About him yeah.
0: weird. <laughs> Jeremy gives it a half star, And this surprised me because I think this came from Letterboxd, and I cannot express how misspelled everything is. They spell movie, M-O-V-E-Y. Wow. It's (laughs) real weird. They spell, there's a, the word bosom is in this review, and it's spelled (laughs) B-U-Z-I-M. It just says, sick movie. Find the makers, Everlast One, and chuck them into the jail for this sick movie. All it is is people screaming nonsense. That's N-O-N space S-E-N-C-E. All it is is sick people screaming nonsense at each other and could not make head or tail of what is happening. Tried to enjoy the naughty bits, but they why didn't they get the woman with the big meat on her bosom? <laughs> Couldn't get off on the last naughty bit at the end. What vile mind had the movie makers of this to have that woman in sex with an octopus?
1: Absolutely sick. I'm just going to guess that this person's uh, that English is not their first language. That That's the only excuse I can think of for that review uh, as far as how it's written. Now, the opinion, I mean, first of all, let's not just body shame literally one of the most beautiful women on the planet <laughs> because she don't like the size of her boobs. Uh, that's <laughs> fucked up.
0: <laughs> I, I got to say, too, uh, one thing I noticed is lots of female reviews at least based on the names this time around uh so there's that part gina gave it a half star and says atmospheric horror only works if you care about the characters involved so how am i supposed to give a fuck about anything that happens in a movie where all the characters suck ass every frame is festering with edginess and stupidity and the acting is so pathetic that it made me want to cringe myself into oblivion how this dull, senseless mess got an average
1: rating of 4.1 on letterbox is something I will never fucking understand. Well, that that one kind of blows my mind because first of all, it says the performances are bad, which is insane to me. Uh and also like think I I, I completely understand somebody not like liking this movie. I I I get it. I mean, I I, I would understand that. I don't agree with it because I think it's great, but I also from a certain angle would understand what people would not enjoy about it i don't understand anyone thinking it's dull though like i don't know how you watch this movie and and think there's a boring moment for the entire runtime um yeah this
0: there's a there's some passionate hate of this movie like uh here's here's deep dark deb with a half star review says i absolutely hated this film every second of it I hated the main actress with a fucking passion. If I wanted to hear howling over two bloody hours, I would go to the zoo and watch monkeys throw shit and screech screech at each other for two hours and then be entertained. The nonsense screaming is so aggravating that I felt like I was at a boy band concert. This is the fucked up shit that people were clamoring up in the reviews. This shit is the stuff that most of these crap horror films claim to be so messed up and scary that people left halfway or it was the scariest film of the year. Spoilers, she's fucking a monster. whoop de fucking do. If that's what's so fucked up, I'll go on stupid-ass Pornhub and watch that Shape of Water movie or something if I wanna see monsters and people fucking. It just goes off the rails and I just, and it just wants to be weird for the sake of being weird. That subway scene made me loathe the actress and it felt like something Yoko Ono would perform in desperation or attention or for money. Screw this shit. And I would do the same shit Sam Neill did and jump off the top floor of that staircase rather than watch this piece (laughs) of shit ever again.
1: Honestly, I'm offended by that review. (laughs) I'm I'm offended by the Isabella Johnny uh, hate. uh, That's, wow. Although maybe we should have talked about uh shape of water in our further viewing episode. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> there is the, you know, they both got monster fucking. So I'm sure we could yeah. think of a few others. If we just want to make a monster fucking list on letterbox, please submit Ugh. your entries to us.
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry that uh, I have so many of these, but there were some funny ones. Like uh, I, I did, I, I put this one cause I did mention I had seen that scene on TikTok from the subway and this, uh, Uh, another holly review here says a half star don't trust edgy tiktokers they'll recommend you some shit like this (laughs) cc gave it a half star and said i'd rather drag my pussy across hot concrete than watch this shit ever again
1: well i saw that movie it had mel gibson in it right uh
0: uh here is art house andrew Surely, art house Andrew loves it. Come on, there's a half star, but come on, Andrew. I know you got more in you than that. Uh, this film possessed me, all right, to not want to watch another movie ever again. Fuck it, just fuck it. I can handle a little bit of pretentiousness in cinema. After all, David Lynch is my all-time favorite director. Hey, fuck, not this much. Possession is a shining example of a director who likes to stare at their old dick for eight hours a day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's funny i'll give you that art house andrew uh I, that, that's weird to me though that he's a david lynch fan and d- didn't enjoy this because i feel like this is a movie that very much appeals to david lynch fans you i mean it, it doesn't feel like a david lynch movie It's it's got a different overall feeling to it but as far as like you know david lynch he'll throw some weird shit in a movie with no explanation more so way more so than this movie does uh, and so I feel like I don't know. I feel like there's some crossover appeal there, but not with Art House Andrew. Nope. Or Heat Lover here who gave
0: it a half star and said this movie's fucking sucked, and I'm tired of all of you pretending it's good. Suck my dick,
1: dude. Wow, that's just rude. Come on. <laughs> <It's getting
0: laughs> or Bod who gave it a half star and said this is what Hitler is forced to watch in hell. <laughs> <laughs> China, China gave it a half star. China try to get china is what it says half the country or the wrestler either way (laughs) either way they said fucking nasty only smelly perverts like this crap oh that's rude because i like it i
1: don't think i'm smelly pervert maybe
0: ob said half star this piece of shit is barely a movie and i'm glad the guy who wrote it is dead so i don't have to go kill him for wasting my time wow violent steph little gave it a half star says i honestly didn't believe this was two hours because bitch it felt like five I didn't hate it. It had perks, but give that bitch a Xanax because she'd be wigging out. Too much screaming, too much breathing. I wasn't sure when the haunt began. Maybe I'm not film bro enough to have a complex thought about it. Maybe I don't identify with Ryan Gosling enough. Sue me. In conclusion, the whole film was purely saved by seeing Sam Neill's blaringly white ass. Yum. (laughs) Yum. (laughs) I'd like your comments on that, please. I I like this one Morins gave it a half star and says nothing makes sense in this entire movie but I
1: do know one thing I'd hate to be their neighbors that 100% yes (laughs) I would not want to live in in that apartment with them (laughs) wouldn't want to Uh, be their neighbors would not want to be their waitress in the cafe Uh, would generally not want to know these people in any way whatsoever in real life uh, except for Heinrichs
0: Except for Heinrich. I'd like
1: to hang out i Heinrich. Heinrich I'd have I'd have a beer with Heinrich. <laughs> uh,
0: Dubweiser, Half Star, lives up to the hype if you'd like to recreate the sensation of drilling directly into your eardrums while being forced to watch a shitty, pretentious opera starring Sam Neill's teeth.
1: <laughs> what, what's wrong with his teeth? <laughs> They're
0: crooked. My wife
1: pointed yeah. that out.
0: That's he got them sure. fixed.
1: It's all right. He, he was a rich out on the
0: bottom, but they were, they were wild on the bottom. I don't know how to pronounce this person's name. It's H U N two four R D. Half star though. Not once did she think to take a bath. I know she's stuck walking
1: around covered in sour milk. <laughs> they look pretty grimy during this movie. Like he, him after his like, uh, his like three week drinking binge. Like he, he's looking rough. Like he, he looks like he stinks.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I gotta agree with that one
1: uh sloppy pelican
0: which is a fun name gave it a half star and i just enjoyed this one because some of them just break my brain uh this was a half star and it just says boring period piece
1: That's, if sloppy pelican know. it was a, uh, a the name of a sex act what do you think it would involve
0: i don't know I, i'm picturing something with fish or bird shit and i don't know which <laughs> the old sloppy <laughs> pelican nadine One star. Watching this movie felt like spending two hours with those kids from elementary school who would turn their eyelids inside out and poke themselves with safety pins. I'm sorry. I don't get it. I
1: knew those kids. I was friends with those kids. (laughs) That explains a lot. (laughs) I was never one of those kids, but I was friends with them.
0: (sighs) All right. Just a couple more. Claude gave it one star. I hated this. I was going to try to come up with a lengthy explanation why, but... What it really boils down to is that I didn't enjoy watching a movie that so effectively portrayed my divorce. Wow. That's, I don't know, that feels like that should be a good review. but I know, it sounds, it sounds like a positive review. We've got one star by this person who says, this same thing happened to my buddy Paul. Oh, poor Paul.
1: Is he the, in which, is he the, the Mark or the Anna character? <laughs> I don't know. Or the octopus.
0: <sighs>
1: or Heinrich. He maybe his friend drowned in a toilet. That that could be it. Uh and then finally,
0: Ben, who gave it one star and said, Rewatching this movie is the bravest thing that I have ever done. If I could tell what movie to shut the fuck up, it would be possession.
1: Wow. Well, so we don't end on such a dire note. <laughs> um, I'm gonna read you you mentioned that you know in future uh reviewing the reviews we want to get some professional reviews in here here and there little quips here and there uh but i i want to read uh from roger ebert.com it's not roger ebert this was peter uh Sobicinski, uh is the name of the reviewer who sounds uh honestly sounds polish so maybe he's biased <laughs> but his review ends saying this cuz i i just think this is a good some summary of of uh not only my feelings, but everyone's feelings on, on a lot of people's, I should say, feelings on Possession. Uh, he says, From its hypnotic opening moments to its absolutely terrifying final moments, Possession is a singular work of art that deserves consideration as one of the supreme horror films of its era. That said, for all its grisly goings on, and there are a lot, this is more of an exercise in emotional horror, and on that level, it's absolutely devastating. Possession is one of those films that you were you will either love or hate, but which you will never, ever forget, no matter how much some of you may wish that you could. And that's how he ended his review, which I think is a pretty pretty uh, succinct way to, to sum up uh, people's feelings on Possession. Of course, we loved it. If you uh, listened to our episode, you know that me and Gary kind of both raved about it. So uh, let us know your feelings on Possession, though. And uh, maybe we'll read your reviews, or or we'll tweet them out, or something. We'll repost you on Instagram. Just let us know what you think about possession. Hit us up at cinema underscore shock on all that. Uh, but I think that's 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 all our reviews for today, Gary. That's it. That was plenty. Right. Well, we'll be back next time with uh, thoughts on uh, Once Upon a Time in China. That's going to be our next roulette series. And uh, until then, we're good to go. Later. Bye. See ya.